Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mandalorian podcast. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and today we are discussing Star Wars Rebels Season 1, Episodes 1 through 15, the entirety of Rebels Season 1. But first, we've got some news. We are currently recording this on Monday, May 11th, because I'm trying to get this done ahead of time right now. So, this episode is going to drop on May 22nd. Um, Yeah, so there's... Obviously, this some of this news is during the time of recording. It's it's funny, like, after each podcast we do, like, as soon as we wrap, it's like a huge piece of Star Wars news comes out for the May 4th show, where Ivana and I talked about uh, the final, where we talked about the final two, two episodes of Clone Wars, and, like, literally, like, right after we finished recording, it was announced that Taika Waititi would be directing a Star Wars film, and after, and right after recording last Friday's, Friday's episode on the Rebel Shorts, it was announced, uh, not really announced, but, um, we got reports that Tim Morrison, which I'm telling you guys for the first time, if this is your main source for Star Wars news, um, Tamora Morrison, he played, um, Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones, and he played all the clone. he played, Commander Cody in Revenge of the Sith, and obviously was the model for all the other clone troopers in that movie. Um, it was announced that he is going to be playing Boba Fett in The Mandalorian Season 2. So that's pretty awesome. So we're getting Ahsoka this season and Boba Fett. Um, and, and I'm really, really excited for what Season 2 Mandalorian is going to be. So, on top of that, this other news, which was announced, which we haven't talked about, was the cast for the cast for the untitled Casting Andor live-action series on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, so obviously we already knew that Diego Luna would be playing Casting Andor, and Alan Tudyk would be reprising his role as K2SO. Um, but we also... Uh, it's also been announced, confirmed by Lucasfilm, that Genevieve O'Reilly will be reprising her role as Mon Mothma. Uh, she uh, she has, has also played Mon Mothma in Rebels, uh, Rogue One, obviously, and I think also, yeah, Revenge of the Sith. So yeah, there's that. We got that, we got those reports, and there's also news about the timeline of the series which we just got um it's going to take place sorry i just got to get to all right it takes place five years before the battle of yavin so it's going to take place like right around the time of rebel season one so like the podcast we're talking about today also no it takes place at the same time as the cassiander series which it's actually really great segue into talking about that um that's really good um obviously full spoiler alert for these first 15 episodes and if i'm being honest clone wars also so we are talking about episode one so Wars rebel season one episode season one episode one spark of rebellion part one episode two spark of rebellion part two episode three droids in distress 
Episode 4, Fight or Flight. Episode 5, Rise of the Old Masters. Episode 6, Breaking Rings. Episode 7, Out of Darkness. Episode 8, Empire Day. Episode 9, Gathering Forces. Episode 10, Path of the Jedi. Episode 11, Idiot's Array. Episode 12, Vision of Hope. Episode 13, Call to Action. Episode 14, Rebel Resolve. And episode 15, Fire Across the Galaxy. So let's get right into it. If you have not seen Star Wars Rebels, uh, it's perfect time to jump on the show and uh, join us as we rewatch every episode of this amazing animated series. Um, you can find the int- you can find um, all of Star Wars streaming on Disney Plus, with the exception of Solo, a Star Wars story, which is currently still living on Netflix. It will be arriving on Disney Plus on july 9th 2020 so just a couple months we're almost there until we can binge watch all of star wars from just one app all right so spark of rebellion both both parts a teenage street orphan helps a group of rebels this was the it's the pilot episode of star wars rebels um i i I think just right off the bat this show um, is a lot more kid-friendly than Clone Wars was. This is a rewatch, so I have seen the whole series. Um, and I, I, I do know that, you know, I was right in that demographic. Like, the show started when I was 8 years old and ended when I was 12. So I was, like, right in that demographic it was meant for. So it, uh, Rebels always felt uh, like I was in the right age group for that series. Uh, something I, I really liked is being... Uh, just always being the target audience that this show was was meant for. Um, I thought this episode, just these two episodes, just did a really great job of introducing the characters, which we'd already seen in the shorts, which uh, do get referenced. They do get referenced in the uh, season finale, which which we're going to talk about. Um, but I I really liked the Wookies. I've really, I really like the Wookiees of seeing all of them, uh, just seeing, like, all this stuff on Castle, getting to see this stuff that Chewie references in Solo, um, it's really nice, it's really nice. Um, episode 3, Droids in Distress, the Rebels intercept a shipment of weapons. This was a really fun episode, um, and you got to see... Really, our first cameo of the series. Well, there was the Vader thing at the in the first scene of Rebels, but um, we got to see Darth Vader. Got to see Vader, or not Vader? We got to see Vader in the first episode, but uh, this episode we got R two and three PO and Bail Organa. Really nice seeing all. Like it's it's really great to seeing all these other seeing all these characters from from the original trilogy, and then also having. The, the actors come back to voice them. Uh, we'll talk more about that later, but, you know, I think what's, re- what's re- really crazy, Anthony Daniels do- does 3PO's voice in everything. In everything. He, he does the voice of 3PO in every single piece of Star Wars content since 1977. That's really, really great to see. Um, it's not always, like, it's going to be really, really sad once, because, you know, all these... Actors from the er, from the original films are getting older, 
when Anthony Daniels is no longer with us, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be strange hearing somebody else voice C-3PO, since C-3PO is, you know, one of the most iconic characters, and I'm just going to stop using him. I mean, I, I'd rather they do that, stop using him, than have a different uh, voice actor, because Anthony da Daniels is just so iconic. And um, James Earl Jones did not do the Vader voice, for this uh, series, and it's really obviously does he didn't do it. Um, so yeah, I just think I I just like it since you know three PO is always like the exact same that we get that like it's always Anthony Anthony Daniels and and I do like that a lot. Um, and and this episode also showed that there was a greater a a, a larger rebellion than just, um, these six on Lethal. So, episode four, Fighter Flight, two members of the Rebel Cell, uh, oh, sorry, two members of, of, of the Rebel Crew steal an Imperial vehicle. Yeah, so Ezra and Zeb are sent to the, um, are, are sent to the marketplace to get more supplies, get fruit and everything, and, um, you know they can't find one, but they but because the Imperials just bought them. And you you know you can't buy stuff from the Empire, so um they um so you know Ezra being a Padawan and everything try tries to steal one with the Force, and obviously that doesn't happen, and they end up Zeb and Ezra end up stealing a Tie Fighter, which was really really cool. To see them just, like, not know what they're doing. And then Ezra, like, being able to sense what's in front of him. Being able to, like, turn and stuff. They're about to crash. And Ezra's like, turn, turn. Because the uh, window is, fog is fogged. Um, so he can... So he's he's able to feel it. And just really seeing Ezra go from not being able to use the Force at all at, in Episode 1. And then in Episode 15, seeing him be not a master at it, but... but much better with being able to use the force. Our right, episode five, Rise of the Old Masters. The Rebel crew undergoes a daring rescue mission. So, Luminara unduly survived. She, we know she survived. Um, it seems as though she died a little, like, very soon after Order 66. Like probably like she didn't. She survived the initial purge, but I don't think she survived very, very long after that. Um, but that was really really cool to see, um, Luminara come back, even just for like two seconds, uh, as as a hologram. And then we also get to see uh the Inquisitor. Uh, not not for the first time, but really see him in action. For the first time, and that was that was really awesome to just see, um, to get our introduction into these, to these Jedi hunters that we've now seen in uh, Rebels, which were they were introduced, and we've seen them in Fallen Order and in all in a bunch of comics, uh, and and that's cool. So, Episode Six, Breaking Ranks, Ezra infiltrates the Empire's Academy and obtains vital information. So, yeah, we got. Uh, you had to see 
a, a lot of the for a, a lot of season one is very you know standalone. It it really is. The first two is a two parter, and so are really the last three. Really, the last three episodes also are kind of a two parter, or well, three parter, I guess. Um. So yeah, this was kind of uh, an episode that did its own thing. With uh, as so they need a, so they're they're on a mission. Rebels are on a mission, and they use um, and Ezra infiltrates the Imperial Academy on Lothal and steals some info. It's pretty straightforward. That's what happens. Um, it it's not really mind blowing. Um, it's not a lot to say about it, really. I don't think. All right, episode seven out of darkness. While on a supply run. Two crew members find themselves stranded. This was a really good example of feminism used the right way in Star Wars. Obviously, you guys know this. I'm all I I I fully support everybody being able to see themselves in a Star Wars movie. Where I take issue with that is when Star Wars and Disney, quite frankly sacrifices story elements in order to have Ray win in every single every single encounter she has the middle chapter and I don't and, and, and don't want to make this a whole la, last Jedi discussion but the middle chapter of a trilogy is when the heroes are, are supposed to lose that's what that is going to be not when they it's not when the hero uh gets to you know be the most powerful she can ever be that that's for them to lose and i don't know i i, I just thought this episode did a really great job with showing Hera and sabine survive as as long as they did on this planet with really uh with just a ton of like monsters, really. Um, and 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 I and I did and I do want to see more stuff like this. I think Sabine's a really great character. Sabine's I think my my favorite character in this show. Um, yeah, and and I I really like how da- how Dave Filoni has has always handled that in Rebels and Clone Wars and in Mandalorian now with never really having it be like. I, I kind of feel like in the new films, just the, really the new trilogy, it's like everybody, like Disney, mainly being like, look, look, there's, there's a girl in Star Wars. You didn't have that before. You didn't have a girl in Star Wars. Now there's a girl in Star Wars. Um, no. No. There was always, we always had Leia. We always had Leia. Um, showing that she didn't need, that she wasn't the princess that had to be rescued. I don't know. I, I Owen hates on this a lot more than I'm going to, so we're just going to move on. Um, all right. So episode eight, Empire Day. Sibo seeks help from the crew to escape off-world. So this is the first time the Imperial March is used in universe. It's happened two times. Second time was in Solo A Star Wars Story 2018, which we are going to talk about probably end of this year, beginning of 2021. We are going to 
we, we got it all scheduled out. We're going to finish up the shows. Um, hopefully by then we'll have Mandalorian season two. We'll have trailers, um, also for Mando, uh, and, you know, hopefully there's no, there's another an, an animated series coming this year or early next year. I really only want one Star Wars series at a time. I, I don't need, and that's also kind of like, so you get more content, so we can get more content and uh, do, try to get an episode out of every week. Um... Because so, I, I, we so we can have more content and um I don't really and that just kind of hurts you know like what do we like what do I watch first on Fridays on Disney Plus do I watch you know Mandalorian first or Rebel season five oh, obviously I'd watch my Mandalorian since this is this is the Mandalorian podcast but that's just kind of an example um but anyway uh that's not the point uh so we'll learn in this episode that Ezra was born on the day the Empire was born. So, Ezra is the exact same age as Luke and Leia. To the day. To the day. Uh, That's really, really interesting to know that three people who are very powerful in the Force were all born on the same day. It's kind of like the Force is like, okay, darkness is rising. You know, God. Kind of like that Snoke thing from Last Jedi. Darkness rises and light to meet it. Um, that, that is really, really cool to see that and just to think about that now and not that the entire Skywalker saga is complete. Um, this is also a two-parter episode. So part two, which isn't called part two. Episode nine, Gathering Forces. The Rebel Crew Protects an Imperial Deserter. Um, this episode showed if i'm being honest i just watched this yesterday and and i've already forgotten it all i remember about this episode was that um ezra and kanan took the phantom off the ghost in hyperspace if i'm being honest it's all i remember from this episode this was not a very good episode uh, right here, and this episode, this season, had some hits, um, you know, mostly in the back half of season one, and I don't want to call it misses, this episode was definitely a miss, like, the first few episodes were misses also, um, so let's just stop talking about that and talk about episode 10, Path of the Jedi, when one of the crew must face a great challenge, this episode reminded me a lot of Empire Strikes Back, a, a lot of, a, a lot like Empire Strikes Back, because we see um, Ezra and Kanan visit the training town, not really training temple, but, uh, the Jedi temple on Lothal, because we learn in this episode that there are a lot more J- Jedi temples in the galaxy. We all, we, uh, obviously we see Octo, the first temple in Last Jedi, um, obviously the main one on Coruscant, which we see in the prequels, um, but there's one on Lothal, and Ezra goes there and he hears the voice of Yoda. Here's the voice of, of Yoda. And he gets his kyber crystal. But this, but this episode reminded me a lot of Empire because we saw Ezra's biggest and greatest fears be realized in this episode. And that was really, really good to see. Um, 
Yeah, not a lot to say. Like, all these episodes are, like, really short and sweet. Not a lot to talk about, I don't think. Um, alright. Episode 11, Idiots Array. The crew transports some unusual cargo. Remember when I was talking about how, you know, there were cameos from characters from the original films? This is one of them. Uh, this episode we got... Billy D. Williams reprising his role as Captain Lando Calrissian, which was really great. Good to see. It was great to see him um, just back again. I mean, I, I already knew that we were going to get Lando in this episode because I, I did watch this when it aired. But uh, seeing Lando again, and this is po- post-Solo, um, I, I something I really like in Star Wars is just how closely intertwined all the spin-offs are and by spin-off I'm counting like uh, I'm counting all the TV shows and Rogue One and Solo those are all spin-offs um just like seeing like how closely these um six properties are intertwined with each other was really really great and obviously Solo was only in early development when this episode aired but it, it was still really, really ni- nice to see it. It was really nice to see it. Um, yeah. Alright. Episode 12, Vision of Hope. The crew finds out something unexpected. Um, yeah, so Ezra has a vision in this episode of Rebels. Um, he has a vision of... A, there's, a, there's a senator... Who we th- who we think is kind of like breaking away from the empire, okay? And then, but we realize um, pretty late in the episode, like he's like he what he does uh, le- leading up to this is doing a lot of like he he hijacks a bunch of imperial airwaves to give out me- messages to, to rebel cells. Then obviously we learn that he does indeed b- betray them and gives them up to, to the empire. So, it it was sad to see Ezra's hero, uh, like, you guys know, know that old saying, like, never meet, meet your, your heroes. This was a really gr- gr- great example of that. Um, and it, it was so sad to see Ezra just be crushed by this hero that he had, and have him be just the complete opposite of who Ezra thought he was. That was just heartbreaking to see. Um, yeah. All right. Final three episodes. Um, kind of like an arc from Clone Wars was what this running. These were like the best three episodes of the season. So we're talking about the first one now. Episode 13, Call to Action. The Rebels target an imper- an important... The Rebels target an important Imperial network. So, they, what they do is they, uh, realize that in order to, um, like, the episode starts out with, um, like, now the entire galaxy knows that, um, that the senator was just, um, lying to the the galaxy. And Ezra thinks of a way to do the same, um, but to really support the alliance. Well, obviously they're not they're not an alliance yet, but to support the idea of rebelling. Because we see in this season that 
the rebels really don't know, with the exception of Hera, that there's a larger rebellion. And they decide to take, they decide to uh, hijack other Imperial airwaves and really just, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, to um, spread their message throughout the galaxy. And these three episodes are, re are really, really good because they all have Grand Moff, Moff Tarkin. They all have Tarkin, and that's amazing. That's really, really great. Um, I love Thrawn. Owen loves Thrawn so much. Owen's going to be just gushing about Thrawn a ton when we talk about season three, talk about seasons three and four in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, Thrawn's really great. His books, you know, I talked about this back in my review about a month ago. The books really kind of, the first book was really good, and then I felt like they kind of went downhill from there. Went downhill from there. Um, But the first Thrawn book, amazing. If you guys, uh, if, if this is your first ever episode of Mandalorian Podcast, uh, and you're thinking about, you know, you want a good introduction to the uh, Star Wars Expanded Universe, not the Expanded Universe, but to the larger Star Wars canon outside the movies and shows, I, I, I feel like I should do an episode about that. I, I really want to do an episode about that. Um, like, the best way to um, explore the larger Star Wars universe, or just Star Wars in general. I, I'm, I'm do that. I, I really want to do an episode like that. Um, may, may, maybe I'll add it to next episode, episode of Mandalorian Unscripted. Because I think that's going to be coming out in the next week or two. Um, we're going to, I think, take, an, take a... There's not going to be an episode of Rebels next week. Um well, we're not going to start season two next week. Um, obviously, we are recordings in advance, but um, next week's episodes are going to be Mandalorian Unscripted episode five. I think. I think if it's there will definitely be an episode next Friday. It'll be either first half Rebel season two or um, the uh, uh, Mando Unscripted. All right. Anyway, back back to Rebels. Um, at the end of this episode, um. Hera, well, Kanan gets captured. Kanan gets captured, and that starts them on this whole chase, really, which we see then later in Rebel Resolve. The Rebels attack an Imperial courier. Carrier? I don't know. The, the, some of these uh, episode descriptions on Disney Plus are not very good. Not very good. Um, Obviously, they're, they're, they are just meant to be, like, ba basic synopses for the episodes, but... um. Sometimes, like, they do misspellings. Um, but, yeah. This episode was really, really good. It showed Ezra just coming into his own, really. Um, and seeing what he can do without without Kanan. Without Kanan, because he's not there. Um, you know, these three episodes are so good. If, if you really want to just, like, watch the best episodes, well, since I brought it up, since I brought it up, I feel like I should say the best way to, like, if if you haven't, I'm assuming you guys have seen the at least the Skywalker Saga. Like, as someone who's just seen, like, the basic Star Wars stuff, I'm assuming you've seen the Skywalker Saga. Maybe you've seen Mandalorian. I don't know. Um, I, I'd start, I'd recommend start starting with Clone Wars. Um, there is a movie. Start with the movie. The movie's really bad, though. But it gives you a really good introduction to the characters. But do not let the movie be a turnoff to you. 
because the series, if I'm being honest, if you really want to get to the good stuff of Clone Wars, watch, skip the movie, or probably watch the movie. I'd say watch the movie just to just judge, just so you know who, who the characters are. So watch the movie. Watch, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of the best episodes in Clone Wars Season 1. Watch Episode 10, which is, is a really great Grievous episode. Watch Episode 16, which gives you a really... Oh, also watch Episode 5. Watch Episode 5, which is a great episode for, like, clones. Watch Episodes 5, 10, 16, and 22. And then, I'd say after that, then, like, that's when Clone Wars gets really, really good. Start with Season 2. And then just watch through the entire series. Okay. I think that's all I'm going to say about that thing. I don't know. Uh, just about the uh, how to watch Star Wars. Um, Alright, season finale time, guys. Episode 15, Fire Across the Galaxy. The Rebels are forced to call for help. Um, I really did enjoy this episode. Just all, all three of these episodes just done so well. Um, Jason Isaacs as the Inquisitor absolutely killed it. He crushed it in in that role. Um, because we got, uh, you know, I, I had only seen him in, uh, he played Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter franchise. He did a great job in that, um, role. Did, does a great job as the Inquisitor. Um, we get to see Kanan overcome his past get to see him overcome his past and just become a better person and the inquisitor dies in big explosion on the ship on mustafar get to see mustafar again which is which is really really great it is great to see mustafar um you know it's really great season finale and at the end um if you haven't seen clone wars I would stop listening right now. I'm gonna sign off for you guys right now. Just you're gonna get get in like the what I'm gonna call the super secret spoiler section. You know what? I'm gonna call this site this new new segment like the super spoilers. Just um, uh, fulcrum transmission. That's what we're gonna call it. So if 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 you want to stick around for a fulcrum transmission, keep listening. But if if you're leaving us right now, and to go watch Clone Wars, which is on Disney Plus, by the way. As I said at the top of the episode, every um, piece of Star Wars television is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Watch Clone Wars movie, watch Clone Wars series, then watch Rhett Rebels, because Rebels is really good, and it's a great sequel to Clone Wars. So yeah, okay. But if, if you don't want to watch an animated series, I get it. Just watch the last four episodes of Clone Wars. Okay. Find a video on YouTube, something like, um, watch this before Siege of Mandalore. Make sure it came out before a April 17th of this year, 2020, okay? Make sure it came out before then. Watch that, and then go binge watch all four of these episodes, because these four episodes are, if in all seriousness, the best Star Wars content since Empire Strikes Back. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I love Rogue One. 
but if I say it's the best since 2016, that, that I don't feel like I'm doing it justice. So I'm, I'm really just going to say it's the best one since Empire. Best since Empire. Um, so yeah, it, please, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed if, if, if you just watch these last four episodes of Clone Wars season seven, um, tie in, they tie in so well with, with Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, so if you're leaving us right now, um, we are the Mandalorian podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Make sure to check, to, to check out our website also, kidcommentariesnetwork.com. Uh, send us an email. Send it to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it here on the show. Also, DM us on Instagram and we'll read it here on the show. Just make sure at the top of your message you specify which podcast it's for. Uh, is it for Mandalorian podcast? Is it for another Mar- 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 Marvel podcast? Who is this message for? Um, so make sure to specify that and then we'll read it on that podcast. Um, make sure to, and, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes because, um, that helps more people find the show. And in all honesty, it, it makes us the hosts feel better. It, it, in all honesty, like whenever I see a new five, five, five star review, I get so happy to see that you guys like what we're putting out and everything um and honestly in all seriousness a five-star review that we got for a show that like is is kind of like our sister show but not really it's a more like a brother show I'm, I'm hinting at stuff i'm hinting at stuff right now um it's a five-star review on that podcast which is the reason we're about to launch another podcast in the next few weeks um so yeah stay, stay tuned for an official announcement about that um yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. If you are leaving us right now, because we do have our fulcrum transmission coming in pretty soon. Um, thank you guys so, so much for listening then, and uh, may the forest be with you. Um, yeah, so if, if you're staying for fulcrum intelligence, Ahsoka's back. Ahsoka lives. Um, this obviously meant so much more. Um, back in two, in 2015, when this is, when this episode aired, when, like, the last time we saw Ahsoka was when she left the Jedi Order in the season five finale of Clone Wars. Um, yeah, so this really was great to see. I remember, like, being, like, nine years old at the time and seeing her and, like, hearing that voice like that sounds familiar and then i saw her I'm like oh my god oh my god ahsoka's back ahsoka's back because ahsoka is really just a great character another example of i i i know she she she's from, from the animated series and therefore she's not as well known as you know luke skywalker han solo i'm sure ray will son will be up there um someday i hope um um, but yeah, I, I'd say Ahsoka Tano is, in all honesty, one of the most beloved characters in the entire Star Wars, um, galaxy, you know, uh, like, if, if you've seen her in, um, Clone Wars, like, if, if you, if you stuck with Clone Wars, th- then you know what I mean, 
if you just watch the movie and just think that she, that she she's like an annoying little kid, uh, you are sorely mistaken. Um, and you know, if you remember, if you remember, Luke was also pretty whiny in A New Hope. So was Anakin until well, Anakin is always pretty whiny. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really great to see Ahsoka again. Um, I know we're gonna see a lot more of Ahsoka in season two of Rebels. Um, then beyond, Rosario Dawson is rumored to play her in Mandalorian season two. I'm super excited to see what that ha what happens with that. Um, also, I wouldn't call this Star Wars specific news, but um, it's comic book news. It's nerd franchise news, and Star Wars is most definitely a nerd franchise. Um, but we have, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is not, not canceled. So what they're doing is they're doing Comic-Con at home. So we'll get all these panels at home. Um, obviously, you know, we'll get the big Marvel Studios panel. I, I guess, and s all right. Here's where the calendars, hopefully they line up. Okay, so, Mandalorian Season 1 premiered on Disney Plus in mid-November, okay? We got the trailer for that in August of 2019. So there was like a two-and-a-half month, three-month difference, which is pretty no normal for television, okay? Uh, TV shows usually get a... They usually get the first trailer, like TV, you, like just in, in my experience only get like get the first trailer like three or four depends on obviously what how big the show is like three three to four months ahead of the season beginning to air like or what no matter what it's on and then there, there'll be like a final trailer usually like a week a week and a half before um the actual season premiere um so Mandalorian season two is right now set to premiere on Disney Plus in October of this year. So if if we take that three month difference, October that puts us in July, which is when Comic Con is. So I I think it's possible we'll get a um trailer for at least a teaser trailer for season two of Mandalorian and probably an announcement for next animated series, which hasn't been announced yet. Obviously, as a recording, with my luck, it's probably being announced right now. I'm honestly looking right now, just going to Star Wars, looking at Star Wars news, just so I can be caught up on everything. Um, yeah, so nothing as of signing off right now, but, uh, yeah, I think we get an, I think the next animated series isn't going to happen until probably early 2021. I don't know. Um, I kind of feel like after Clone Wars ended, I feel like that's a nice time to have a little break. You know, like, Endgame was the big end of the Infinity Saga, then we got... Far from which, like, an epilogue. And now, obviously, it's sad. And obviously, this is not the most important thing in the current situation around the world right now. But uh, Black Widow got delayed. Uh, it was it was, it was originally supposed to come out, like, from when you guys are going to hear this, May 22nd, three weeks ago today. Um, but, you know, that's over a year. Coming up on a year and a half between Far From Home, which is the end of the, uh, end of the Infinity Saga, and... Black Widow, which is the beginning of something new. So, 
honest, you know, obviously I want the sequel series Trebles. I'm not going to say why in case you guys are just listening for the, in case this is your first go around with Star Wars Rebels. Um, uh, but I, I, I want a sequel series. I, I think we need a sequel series. Um, so yeah. All right. I'm signing off now. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Drew Gratch. I already signed off earlier, so you guys know, know where to find us and everything on Instagram, on the website, all of it. So, I'm Drew Gretsch, and may the force be with you.